0: Welcome listeners to our brand new bonus episode of Oh My Word podcast and today we've got a really special treat. We have an author with us, Shanti Hershenson, who you're gonna find out all about her. So just hang in there because this is gonna be really great. Shanti, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Glad and pleased to have you, especially because you're a little bit of unique kind of author. We've had many, many authors on before and each one's got their own thing. But you've got something very particularly unique going for you, which before we get into the whole origin story, why don't you please tell us how old were you when your first book came out? I was 12 years old. I just let that sing for a moment. So there we go. With that said, you don't have to go too far back maybe for your origin story, but how did it, any of this come about? If you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna write a book. Then you actually wrote a book and got it out there. How did this all happen?
1: Well, I was interested in writing for just about as long as I can remember. I have memories from early elementary school of trying to write a book and failing or just scratching these little doodles on paper and binding them to a book. But once the pandemic hit, I had the time. And time is, of course, really important to writing a book. And I was very isolated. I was very lonely. I didn't really have much to do. So I was like, you know what? I really want to write a book. I can pinpoint the exact moment to a walk on the beach with my family when I was telling my sister, you know, I kind of want to write a book. I don't know what it is about the beach necessarily, but it's always very kind of just inspiring to write. You can always come up with book ideas on the beach for some reason. So I got home and I didn't start writing then. I think it was maybe a few days later when I actually sat down and started writing the book.
0: And just like that. Okay, going back for it, you said you had a lot of time. Were you in a regular school and they weren't doing any of the online schooling stuff? Or was it just because you were able to do most of the work on your own, so it wasn't really occupying your day?
1: I believe at that point, it was that school had just ended. There was nothing to do. It was like, because it was in July of 2020 when I started. Okay. I can't pinpoint the exact moment. It might have been when school was just ending. It's very hard to figure out, but it was sometime around that
0: point. And then you say you were randomly walking on the beach and you had this idea of like, oh yeah, this is what I'll write about. Or was it... Okay, I wanna write a book, now I have to go find my idea. It was I wanna write a book
1: and then as we we kept walking, I kind of started thinking of an idea, and that was the one I'd come up with. So by by the end of the walk I did have a sort of an idea. It was very blurry.
0: And just as a you know, one or two liner, what's your first book about?
1: So my first book, which is actually not actually my first published book, that book takes place thirty years after an alien invasion in which the humans are forced to live captive in these separate biomes. It's very interesting. I don't really know how exactly I thought of it, other than I was thinking about Minecraft, maybe. And then, like, one idea kind of sprung to another, and that's how I got to it. Block is honestly very strange. It's definitely the best book I've ever written, but it is a book, so...
0: Well, I think everybody's got to have one. Maybe even <laughs> two, but everybody's got to have at least one. And how old are your protagonist in that? Did you go up, or uh, were you the same age? 13, so a little older. And then how many... Do you remember how many words was your first novel? Unfortunately, I do. So... Block is currently a trilogy, but it
1: wasn't written that way. It was written as one novel. So the first draft, actually it was like the second draft of Biomlock, was 250,000 words and 800 pages.
0: Holy So um, that was split
1: into a trilogy very quickly.
0: Okay, this is your first novel that was published, not the first one you wrote, right? Correct? You just said that? It was the first novel I wrote, yeah. Oh, the first one you wrote and the first one that you published.
1: Yeah, technically it's the first novel I published. I have one book before that that I wrote, actually, kind of during the editing process of that novel and poetry so it
0: doesn't really count. First published novel and it was my first written novel. You wrote 250,000 words. Yeah. Holy canasta. That is a lot. Yeah. well How long did it take you to do that? 6 months. Okay, I feel a little bit better about that now. I don't think I've ever reached 250,000 words. Was it 250,000 words cuz you were just writing and you weren't really paying attention to anything else was just getting the story out or do you think you have to keep putting words out?
1: Uh, you know what I mean? get story so one thing that really helped was I kept going back and there were chapters in like the villain's perspective that I added. So oh, okay. originally it maybe would have been around 100,000 words. I rewrote a lot of the book and added a bunch of scenes. So there's that. Originally, I think if I wouldn't have rewritten it and if I wouldn't have added any scenes, it would have taken maybe a little less amount of time to write and it would have been probably only 100,000
0: words. That's still a lot <laughs> so you took the 250 and you split it into multiple books is that what you're saying it happened
1: sort of I had to cut a couple of just scenes in some of the longer sentences around 230,000 so the cutting really didn't do much then it was split into three books I actually wrote the fourth book on the summer app that book is not two hundred fifty thousand words
0: so how many words did the first book get published with
1: 60,000
0: oh okay yeah because that would have been a really big book Okay, so one second. So that means if you're still writing it six months later, school started up again at that point? Or things were still kind of in shutdown mode, so you still had a lot of time for writing?
1: School started up at that point. I spent the majority of seventh grade working on bottom block. I think it was around March, perhaps, that the editing was really just going on. There wasn't much more for me to do. I then started writing a series of novellas. And then not until the summer of 2021, actually, did I start writing four novels. That were thankfully not two hundred
0: fifty thousand. words. yeah oh my goodness how many novels have you got out now which is about two years later how many novels have you got out
1: published or written
0: written is always more so but published
1: yeah so for published 11 books
0: including the, the novellas that you were speaking of
1: so there are a couple of novellas but the novellas are like near novel length
0: sort of it's kind of iffy on what they are wow so hey good for you yeah six novels six novels and then the five other about ish are novellas it sounds like you got more in the works even
1: Oh yeah, I have way more novels, because the remainder of the books I've yet to publish are novels, and I'm currently writing my 18th book, so...
0: Wow, so you feel like the ideas are just coming, like they're not even stopping, or are you still working within the same world that you originally created?
1: The ideas are, honestly, they just don't stop. I'm working on, like, several different universes, sort of.
0: Are they all science fiction, or are you mixing up the genres?
1: They're usually all science fiction, however, I've been trying to kind of explore in different genres.
0: Or is it just because that's the idea you got, or have you always been partial to science fiction?
1: I've honestly just always loved it because I was young. So that's been my favorite genre for probably as long as ever. So, of course, I started writing, like, science fiction, which just kind
0: of just felt natural to me, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. When you say that you always loved it, is it because you read a lot of sci-fi, you, you watch a lot of film, are you a big Trekkie? What brought you into that genre? Star Wars, 100%. Are you talking about the original Star Wars or the other original ones or like the new original ones?
1: So the first Star Wars movie I ever watched was A New Hope. So I watched in order of the original trilogy, then the prequel trilogy, and then the sequel trilogy came out. So I watched that. I got to do the um, release order.
0: That kind of like what you have to do to show that you're a real Star Wars fan is that you must watch them in release order.
1: I don't know. I get a lot of fanboys mad at me, but I liked the sequel trilogy, so... <laughs>
0: that's blasphemous. Someone somewhere is gasping right now. <laughs> I okay, but now going back for a second. When you decided you're going to write it, you told your sister. She was like, oh, that's so cool. And then you told it to your parents or something? What, what was the reaction all around of like, hey, go for it, or okay, cool. I don't cool.
1: think yeah. I really necessarily told my parents I was writing a novel until a few weeks later. So before then, I started this writing project, which was this Star Wars screenplay that I was really happy about. And I just kind of stopped if that made sense. So they knew that I was writing some things. However, I don't really think I told them about by or anything like that until maybe a month after I started writing it when I was actually starting to get a little serious about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, goodness, this is actually gonna happen. I've never been this committed to writing a book before. So that's kind of how it
0: went. What was their reaction to that? They just thought it was gonna be like a project thing? Or did you say no, I want to go all the way through with this and get this out there?
1: They were 100% supportive about that, and they were like, yeah, go for it. I think they really got like, I could. Mm. Honestly, I didn't really think I could. I was like, you know, maybe if this is good enough, I'll publish it. But I couldn't tell anyone that.
0: So then, when you did decide, okay, wait, I actually have a novel here. You decided, someone else suggested that it should get published. What, what was that moment of, not only did I write it, but I actually want to put it out?
1: That moment was probably during summer, I believe. And... I don't quite remember what the actual moment really entailed other than I was taking a class or something online because I feel like it was related to movies somehow or it was related to Star Wars I don't know but then I just realized like oh my gosh what if my book gets like a film adaptation like that would be so cool but you know, in order to get to that point someday I actually have to write the book yeah. so then I just kind of started writing a lot more
0: and then for editing did you go to just someone that you already knew or did you go to hire out an editor or you did the editing how did that all work out?
1: So I have a writing coach who helps me proofread my books after, you know, all the kind of plot editing and stuff.
0: So the writing coach is the one who went through everything with you after it was done to make sure this makes sense. This is right grammar stuff. You missed something here, etc. Yeah. And then when you did decide to publish, what decision did you make there? Were you like, oh, I'm going to try to see how big this could go or I'm just going to take care of it all myself. And that way I have all the control of it, etc.
1: So in the beginning of the process, I wanted to traditionally publish. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be a famous author. Be cool. But then I realized that one, that could take years. I might be stuck on this same book. I didn't really want to be stuck on that same book. And I just decided, kind of, in the end, I want kind of the freedom of it all. So I decided like I was gonna self-publish, but then maybe in the future, like I'll traditionally publish. That's kind of the route I'm going right now where I'm building out my platform. So then maybe when I'm like 16, it'll be a lot easier to get traditionally published
0: hey Ah, oh, great and then so did you do this through um amazon publishing or where did you go for that
1: i use both kdp and ingram spark to publish my paperback and ebook and then ingram spark for my hardcovers
0: and then what do you do for cover design you just put it out hey where can i get a cover from or did you design it or what what do you do for that stuff
1: i hire cover design to do them i have absolutely no artistic talent when it comes <laughs> to the majority of my covers are all designed by someone else
0: where did you find them? You went to some sites or something that they're out there at, or you just kind of put out a call, or how would you find someone to design the covers?
1: Originally, I used Reedy to get cover designers because that's what I was using to write my books. Honestly, now I just have a lot of contacts. I just return to designers, like, depending on which book it is. So now it's a lot easier than it was a year ago. <laughs>
0: Yeah, All of your books, you've worked on all of them with your writing coach for the editing part of all of them? Or have you also made different decisions there?
1: I've worked on them all with my writing coach. I had like a list of like fiber editors at one point really early on, but I haven't kind of... Research that too much
0: yet. If it's a good relationship with the writing coach, and then okay, so also going back when you split up the book and you decide that you're going to do a trilogy, was there something that you realized? Oh wait, if it's going to be a series now, and one part of the story is actually going to end with the book, there's certain changes that I've got to make, or was it just I was just able to kind of split up the book and just like I didn't have to make story changes; I just had to round off the ending or the beginning kind of thing. Like it wasn't such a big deal to start changing stuff up.
1: I because it was kind of written it's so long there aren't like very much ending points in each book I have to admit some of them are very rough what I ended up doing was I just added a more climactic end to the first book the second book already has a very climactic ending so actually it was originally I had split the first and second book and I split it so the first and second book would have been one book and then there would have been the third book and then I had to split it again so that's kind of how that went down
0: do you have other series since you wrote this the trilogy, or most of your others are standalones?
1: I have Chronicles of the the Lane, which is three books. It's my series of novellas. There's Never Dying, which I'm writing the second book of what I think is going to be a series for
0: that. Do you see that there's a difference in the experience from the first time? You wrote way too many words and split it up, versus now when you're going into it, knowing it's going to be a series, is your thought process a little bit different about how you're setting up the story?
1: A little. Generally, when I write books, I don't know if they're going to be a series, and after I finish them. Because a lot of the time, I'll write a book. And I'll be like, "This could be a perfectly fine standalone, but it could have a sequel." So then that sequel goes on my backlog for books to write. If I have like no more ideas, could have been a standalone, honestly. But I'm currently writing the sequel because I love the characters so much that I just couldn't resist.
0: Yeah, you make sure that the book kind of the ending rounds itself out. It stands by itself, but you know where there's potential to to carry on the story forward if you want to. Yeah. Do you remember some of the biggest things like after your first book that your writing coach went through with you? that were like really big things that you had to either pay attention to that you hadn't thought of? Even if it's like minor details as far as the story goes, but for you, it's something like, hey, you gotta be more careful with X, or you gotta make sure you forgot to do X, Y, and Z, or something like that. Do you remember any big things like that where it's like, I'm totally on that now?
1: Oh, there are so many. There are a lot of inconsistencies in my walks. I would bring up something, never bring it up again. You have to kind of remember consistency with your writing. For example, you can't just make up a character. Actually, the really big one was that in one of the biomes they had a cat, and there was a cat that was the pet that lived in that. It was like a laboratory. It's really weird. And they had a cat, right? Okay. But then they leave. They have to travel, and there's no mention of the cat ever again.
0: Oh, so. the cat's just gone. So it was more about just remembering that if you put something in the story, it doesn't just mist off. You have to remember to keep it in the story or figure out a way for it to exit the story naturally sort of thing. Yeah. As soon as you heard that, you're like, oh, I totally get it. We're like, what do you mean? I didn't do that. And then you go back again. You're like, wait, actually, that's there a lot of times. That
1: one I noticed myself really quickly. You know, I was just kind of thinking about the book and I I was writing down all the characters. And I was like, wait, she has a cat. What happened to the cat? And I had to go back and figure it out.
0: Right. Since then... Do you do anything different to keep track of everything? As in, are you writing more stuff down? Taking notes for yourself on your own novels? Or are you just, now that you know to be aware of it, you keep track of it kind of mentally?
1: Usually while I'm writing a book, I take a lot of notes. Usually it's on actually things that- Happen in the future. However, I don't think I will ever take as many notes as I did for Walk. I had about a thousand notes of what I wanted to happen in the story, which is probably how it got so out of hand in the first place. I don't think I will ever write as many notes as that one. How about you? Still write notes?
0: You're saying mostly to keep track of what happens, because especially if there's. Well, do you have time travel in any of your books?
1: Not yet, but I was actually planning a time travel book, so there's that. Usually my notes are just things I want to happen in the story or some little plot stuff that I have to write down, but they're only like a few pages.
0: Right. Well, because especially with the time travel, your biggest thing is make sure the timeline matches. That if you're moving forward or back and it's like, wait, this did or didn't happen yet. That's kind of like where stuff gets tricky with that. Yeah. Even while you're writing now, do you read a lot or now it's not as much time for reading anymore because you're writing more? or Were you always a big reader until you became a busy writer or what?
1: I've always been a big reader, and I think I'm still a big reader. I've started reading more than I did a while ago. However, when I'm really, really just writing a ton, I don't have as much time to read. Yeah. But it's really helpful to read a chapter or two before you start writing. I don't know why, but it just gets your mind in the kind of zone for writing.
0: Well, that's it, because you're seeing, as you can say, a finished product, and then if that's a model kind of, of like, these are what polished words look like. Okay, now we can start writing our own stuff sort of thing. Yeah. Do you read a lot of sci-fi, or do you kind of read more widely than that?
1: I read pretty widely, so I read a lot of fantasy, contemporary, some sci-fi, but usually it just whatever looks interesting.
0: Are you reading young adult or are you reading mainly adult stuff? Mainly Y. Well, that's also because Y didn't always have so much sci-fi in it. They've been pushing it for the last couple of years to try to get more out there with the sci-fi. Yeah. Fantasy obviously is huge and contemporary is huge. Have you had for yourself personally, if you've ever been tempted to put something in your book that you're like, my parents were sitting and reading this in front of me, I might score them a little bit either from for language or for romance or anything like that. Or you just, just keep everything like, you know, if we just focus on the story, we're not going to add any of that kind of stuff in.
1: Usually what I do is I try not to write anything that I don't think my parents would allow me to read. Yeah. I wrote in like a couple kind of romance scenes that aren't really bad. Like I can't write anything past me to laugh without laughing.
0: That's one gauge. No way, I can't be serious about this anymore. Never mind, let's cut out the scene.
1: Yeah, but it's gotten funny because my parents will be sometimes reading the books next to me and I'll be like looking you know, over to see what parts you're reading and I'll just start laughing.
0: You don't feel a little bit weird when they're sitting reading in front of you and you're like, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? Not really. Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, so once you got your first book out there, and all your books so far have been published in the same kind of the KDP Ingram Sport kind of model, correct? Yeah. So once you got the book out there, what did you do after that? As far as, you just tell everybody you know about it or what did you do to tell someone that you have a book?
1: A lot of marketing. So... A lot of my marketing is actually like my pre-marketing campaign to build sort of anticipation for the release, but then after, of course, I have to keep up a good strong marketing campaign. Mainly what I use to market my books is TikTok. I have more followers on TikTok than I do on any other platform, and I have a pretty good reach on there. So I can TikTok ads, or I can just make posts telling people to buy my books or promoting it, and I can get some sales from that. Otherwise, I use a variety of like online marketing tools. So free booksie, Bargain Booksy. I'm going to try BookBub at some point, and things like that
0: so for tiktok for example do you read any part of the book do you just show them what it is and tell them about it what do you do there
1: i post a variety of writing and book related content some of it is just writing tips because a lot of people really want tips and they want to know how to do it otherwise i'll post stuff about my characters my plots sometimes excerpts of the books sometimes very random posts honestly just whatever i think will get people to either follow me or book
0: And is this stuff that you kind of came up with on your own or did you speak with someone? Or was there some sort of forum or something that you're part of to find out about marketing? I
1: come up with most of my videos on my
0: own. Do you see that most of your... However much of the readers that you know of, are they mainly just your age group that's responding to this? Are you kind of getting a larger variety than you thought? Like a wider range?
1: I have a very... I don't know if it's abnormal or not, but I have a pretty big range of readers, so some of my readers will be, like, kind of middle-aged men, others will be, like, teenage girls. It's honestly, I think my books are pretty appropriate for anyone. However, I have some books I think are more specific to certain kind of age groups in target audiences because of the sort of experiences the characters have in the books. Honestly, I've never been able to pinpoint a target audience because it's all just really varies on the book and then it's still very sort of wide regardless.
0: Well, I guess sometimes genre kind of trumps the other factor. So anybody who's interested in sci-fi might be willing to give it a look, no matter how old they are, if it just seems interesting to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then looking back, so let's see, we're about two years since you first decided you're going to write a, a novel. Do you feel different as a writer? As in, besides for the word count, do you think that there's certain things you've gotten better at or you're more under control at? Or you've discovered kind of different things just from the experience of writing and publishing and things like that?
1: I'm not quite sure. There have been several things I've gotten better at. For example, I've gotten a lot better at checking my books before I publish them to make sure there's no missing copyright pages. That happens quite a bit. Otherwise, I've gotten a lot better at managing my time and figuring out like how much I'm going to do per day. Originally, I was only doing like a sentence per day or a chapter a day. I wasn't really writing consistently. However, once I kind of got into the groove of it, I was doing a thousand words a day every single day on school days. And now, honestly, I've really kind of changed a little. So I still do 1,000 words a day on school days. But since this is the summer, I've been doing about 3,000 words a day. And then sometimes 1,000 words when I'm really busy. But I always have to write over 1,000 words every day.
0: So you just, you feel like you've got, like, the technical part of it down kind of yeah. more. From where you are now, you're just like, I'm just going to keep writing forever and ever. Or are you thinking, like, you know, I'll just keep writing till a certain point, And then maybe I'll branch out and try other things from there.
1: Well, I really want to turn this into a full-time career. So right. definitely, it's like, I want to write for a living
0: specifically novels or do you think you want to try out some other stuff
1: maybe novels screenplays i want to try out a lot of different writing
0: related things since that first also that first walk on the beach are you getting ideas from everywhere and you just kind of jot them down and like oh i'll look at you when it's time to have another book or how does that kind of go
1: yeah definitely i get so many new ideas that it's so hard to keep track of them i do i manage to keep track of them but it's definitely a bit of a challenge so just any time i have an idea
0: do you write down all your ideas or only if you think about it a little bit and you're like, no, I think I could get a book out of this? Or it's like, I'll decide later if I could get a book out of it.
1: Usually it's like, I'll have, maybe this could be a good idea. So I have to decide whether or not it'll actually work. But usually they do.
0: Have you come across, like you have an idea that you thought was such a good idea. And then randomly you, you're reading this book and you're like, wait a second. Oh, it's already been done. Oh no.
1: Once I had an idea that at first I really excited about. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be so cool. I love this idea. And what I realized only about 2,000 words in is the character's voice I didn't really like and the writing felt super curious. So what I ended up doing was I just scrapped it and started writing a new book.
0: Well, that's not too bad. That's just your idea not necessarily panning out. Not that someone else had already done it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that happens. I once spoke to a director. I think it was a director-writer. And he said, we all have some bad ideas in us. So just get them all out and then you'll be able to focus only on your good ideas. Or something like that. Wow, very good. So we always wrap up with a fill in the blank of, I really like it when, choosing one, writers, editors, publishers, covers, whatever, anything story related, story, series. I really like it when, fill in the blank, and I really don't like, fill in the blank. So it could be, you know, kind of your soapbox answer, or your off the cuff answer. So how would you fill in the blank for that?
1: I really like it when books have a super strong plot mixed with characters i really don't like it when books have i mean i do have occasionally like books that have absolutely no plot but i usually don't like it when i feel like they're not going anywhere there's no sort of end goal it's just writing and writing writing until something happens that ends the book
0: so the first part of character and plot you're saying that you really like the mix of the character driven and the plot driven kind of books yeah versus some that are just like literary pieces or like stream of consciousness sort of things yeah ah okay It sounds like you like things that are specifically fast paced or just it has to have a pace of going somewhere.
1: I love fast paced books. Oh, yeah. Another one. I also really like it when books have short chapters because I I have so I cannot stand like really long chapters.
0: Do you write very short chapters now that you've said that?
1: Usually, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like the James Patterson kind of stuff. Because you just, you feel like you're always turning pages. Yeah. Oh, well, so that sort of answered what I was going to ask about. But one more question in there. You say you've got a bunch of ideas. Do you start a book as soon as you think that you've got a solid idea? Do you need to know the beginning, the middle, the end? At what point are you like, okay, now it's ready for me to start writing it?
1: Once well, I have like no other book to write and I've just finished a book, usually it's that I need to have the characters in mind and just some overall goal for the story. Like, What's the problem necessarily that's going on? What needs to be fixed?
0: So you don't even know necessarily how it's going to be fixed or who's going to fix it. You just know there's a problem and somehow it's going to get fixed.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you just go. No outlining, whatever. You just pants it out. Yeah.
1: And then <laughs> in a the second you to make it me look like, like I knew it was going to
0: happen all along. <laughs> as you do that, you kind of get surprised sometimes of like, oh, I, I wouldn't have thought of this one. This is a cool idea. Okay, here we go. As far as when you're solving it.
1: The one book i just finished i have to admit i had no idea of how the problem was going to be solved i had to wick it and i'm still a little scared to go back and edit
0: that one to be like wait a second whose idea was this or you'll be very you know pleasantly surprised who knows who knows yeah. how it'll be? we hope it's that option right instead of like wait a second take this all apart oh yeah. okay you do you have any beta readers for your book or is it just you and your writing coach and then no one else gets to see it till it comes out
1: I've thought about getting beta readers, but usually it's like no one gets to see it until it comes out because I don't know why I have hard readers.
0: Yeah, well, so at bad point, it's kind of coming out already. Or if you had someone say something to you and then you went back to change because of that.
1: Usually nothing yard readers say will get me to change the book.
0: Right. I mean it'd really be I guess if there was like a major plot hole or something, which assuming yeah, you i or just some grammatical errors, like I'll go back
1: and fix them. But other than that, I haven't
0: really had anything. It's like big enough to change. Right. Well, yeah. Grammatical errors it's it's almost like a polish. It's not even like a fix fix. Aside from the TikTok, when you're out and about or if you meet other people, do you talk about being an author or are you just kind of no, we only talk about it on TikTok and social media sort of thing?
1: I do. I, I tell people about it quite a bit. It's interesting as kind of a conversation
0: starter. Right. I really walk around and say, oh, I'm an author. Yeah. Because <laughs> some of the biggest things for a lot of writers is that, you know, they love writing, they love books, they love all this stuff. But then when it actually comes time to their own book, they kind of feel embarrassed to talk about it or to mention it. Not because they're embarrassed of the book, but if all of a sudden they don't know how to put it into a conversation anymore. Was that something you kind of, ah, I figured it out. Or like, no, I had to train myself to bring it up and be like, oh yeah, by the way, I write books. I
1: definitely get that. It's a little hard and I get like asked questions about, oh, you write books? especially from like friends parents oh
0: i get a lot of it is your answer just like yeah whatever or you're like yeah of course i can write a book yeah definitely like the mix between kind of the two of those there's no rules the rule is to have a good story so if you could have a good story then that's it doesn't matter who or what or where or whatever shanti very good thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast
1: oh thank you for having me
0: this was a bonus episode of Oh My Word podcast featuring author Shanti Hershenson. To find out more about Shanti and her work, please visit the link in the episode notes. To find out more about Oh My Word podcast and to keep track of all the great stuff we're up to, follow us on Instagram at oh My Word Podcast, or please check us out at el Music is by Tim Burke. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch you next time.